Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. I am excited to talk to you today about a topic that I am quite passionate about, actually, how to build a strong relationship with money. So when we think about money, we don't often think about what is the relationship like with money, right? We just think of money as something that we've got to use to pay bills. Like you might even have quite a negative attachment to it. But money is just a form of energy or it is exchanging value with someone. You exchange value with someone for something that you value. So you're happy to exchange it when you really value something. And when you don't really value something, you like like reassess. You're like, ooh, is that something that I really want to, you know, give my value for? So your relationship with money will be very evident in your bank account, your income streams, and basically how it shows up in your life. So when I was first asked this question, oh, well, actually, no. So when I first got into personal development, I was made aware about all this kind of money stuff. So I did a lot of affirmations, a lot of meditations, a lot of talks on money. And so I went from being very broke, living weak, to actually when I first became a single mom, I had no job, no income apart from Centrelink, and I managed to manifest I think it was about $17,000 in six months that was just showed up in my life in different areas that I didn't have to do anything for. And so that was the first time that I was made aware of, oh, so there's this story that a lot of people run with is the harder you work, the more money you're going to have. That is not true, <laughs> like at all. And so that was my kind of first introduction to Oh, so if I match my energy to a higher level, then I'm going to be able to effortlessly bring money to me. I don't know how it's going to show up, but I know if I focus on my energy, then the money will come, which is what I did. And then once I had what I needed and I got where I needed to go, I slipped back into my old patterns and then went back into the like living from week to week thing and then went back into my whole like broke cycle because on a conscious level, I'd worked on it, but on a subconscious level, it was still there. So This is what rewiring neural pathways in your brain look like. And if anyone has done my Aromatic Energy Shift e-course, which you can find on my website, it's available to purchase whenever. I talk about neural pathways in that and how easy, it's a really easy to understand explanation and then what you need to do and what's actually happening in your brain as you are recognizing it and rewiring new ones. And So we've got that in relation to money as well. And money is so deep. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so deep. So then I went from the week to week and then started doing the money work again and improved it like quite significantly. But then even though I was earning a lot more, I still found myself slipping back to those old subconscious ways. So then I started doing the work again. And as soon as I start doing the energy work, everything increased and it got better quite quickly. I'm actually I'm very good at manifesting things. I can, once I set my mind to it and I actually do the work, I manifest quite quickly. But my subconscious comes in and tries to, it doesn't want to change. Like it wants to stay the same. So it does require a little bit of work. But when I was asked this question, what is your relationship like with money? 
I sat back and I was like, oh, what do you mean like relationship? And they were like, okay, well, imagine if money's a person. What would it say about you and your relationship? And I sat there and I was like, oh, man, it's like a love-hate, total love-hate. Sometimes like I love it and I'm so grateful for it. And then other times I'm like, oh, my God, there's never enough. Why doesn't everything that comes in just goes out straight away? There's always more expenses. I can never have what I want. And they were like, so imagine that's a person, right? (laughs) Imagine a person sticking around when you constantly talk at them like that and you say, oh, you're never enough. You're always here and then you're gone and then you're never there when I really need you and you're here for 10 minutes and you go on the next and when you're here, it's great. But then you do it like, can you imagine saying that to a person and they still keep coming back? Fortunately for us, money does still keep coming back. But the better relationship that you have with money, the more respect you have for it, the more you're going to have in your life. Okay, it just is how it is. And I can't, some people may listen to this and think she's a fruit loop. But honestly, like I've done the work on this and I've experimented with it in my own life. And I am like a living example of it. I'm a living example of the harder you work it does not determine how much money you make because I don't work really hard. I don't feel like it's hard anyway. Like I'm not, it's not laborious work that I do. I'm not out there like flogging myself, exhausting my body, staying up really late at night, carting myself to and from everywhere. Like I'm not doing that. I... Really, I love what I do. I don't feel like what I do is hard at all. And I earn like exceptionally good money from what I do. So I'm living proof that the harder you work does not determine how much money you have. And I know people that it's probably more common with men, actually, to be honest, that do the more laborious work and they just work and do 12 hour days and they're just earning like nothing. And I'm just like, gosh, if I put in as many hours as they did and I was as laborious as what they were doing, I would be wanting like 150 grand minimum a year. There's no way I'd get out of bed for $50,000, like doing the amount of work they do, the amount of hours they do. It's just it's crazy. But again, comes back to the relationship you have and the belief that you have in your head. So if you have like a person in front of you and your belief is... I have to work really hard. I have to do laborious work. I have to exhaust myself to 10 to 12 hours a day in order to have you in my life. And the person's like standing there going, that's your story. Not true, but knock yourself out. The same thing of people in corporate jobs that work like insanely long hours and stuff like that all for that paycheck. And it's just, it doesn't have to be like that. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it. I really encourage you to be curious with this rather than condemn and just sideswipe it. Be really curious with this and look at ways that maybe, just maybe, you might be able to improve your relationship with money. And as you do improve it, See the ways that it comes into your life. So it could come in the way of unexpected gifts, unexpected vouchers, a credit return on a bill, etc., etc. So the way to build, to start to build a relationship with money is to exude complete gratitude for it. So much gratitude for anything and everything that comes into your life. So again, thinking of it as a person, every time you hand your keycard over to pay for something, Thank you so much for showing up for me. Thank you so much for being here so that I can be with you and have this coffee or pay for this food or pay for this bill. Thank you so much. Pretend it's a person. Pretend it's a person that you can't live without because you can't actually live without it. 
even like homeless people rely on donations and stuff like that, which come from money. So it's very, it is the world that we live in. So if for something that you can't live without, it's a good thing to have a good relationship with it. So gratitude, huge amount of gratitude for anything that comes into your life. Even when it's a bill, get that bill and go, oh, I am so grateful that I have the money to pay this. Or I'm so, if you can't pay at all, if you've got to go on a payment plan or whatever, I'm so grateful that they have options so that I can pay for this. Like how amazing is that? Not, oh God, I've got to go on a payment plan. Oh good, blah, blah, blah. So gratitude. I would just really be practicing gratitude and get into your head. Money is a person. Money is a person. And then do some work around your relationship with that. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your story so I can come and say hi. So I talk about that in my e-course, but some great books that you can read. I, the one I did the review on, The Audacity to Be Queen by Jenna DeVee. You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Those two books on their own, like those, if you just read those two and you don't look at any other money books, those two will really help you to change your money story. Like those two books, when I, in the space that I read those two books, I was like stressing about money and I literally flipped it within the space of two months to have like a very nice cushion which I've created my my because like in business it's well based on what I've read it's important to have a cushion to fall back on so that you're never falling back on zero and so I have a cushion in my business which I don't go below that's my new zero but I know if anything ever came up it was an emergency or whatever that I could but it's my new zero so I don't go below that cushion and that cushion completely like I was sitting at my pay would come in just because of different expenses and stuff like that. My pay would come in and before my next pay came in and I earned really good money, right? <laughs> before my next pay came in, I was sitting at $1,000, whatever. And I was just like, oh, how the hell do I earn the money that I earn? And my bank balance this, I was just like, seriously, but I had to stop treating money. I was being really frivolous with it. Like I quite arrogant, actually, to be honest, I was like, I know it's always going to be there, so just like whatever. And then it started to dwindle because I wasn't respecting it. If you don't respect a person, they're going to disappear. They're not going to want to be around you. And so I realized that was happening. I was like, I need to flip it. And literally in two months, I flipped it and I've got a really nice cushion now as my business cushion. And anybody can do that. I see it happen over and over again. And I see different people manifest different amounts and bring different things into their life. And it is just, it's phenomenal the way it works. But if you don't improve your attitude, you don't start to reassess the beliefs that you have around money and you don't actively work to change them, you can expect to keep getting exactly what you've got now. So if you are looking at looking at money as a person and you're thinking, actually, my relationship with you is quite rubbish, if you don't do anything to change that, you are going to be in the same position financially in one week's time two months time, 12 months time, nothing's going to change. Absolutely nothing. So if you want it to change, then you have to do the work and change. And please be open to believing that you can bring money into your life and have more money in your life without actually having to 
do hard work for it. That is a money story. That is not a fact. There will be a podcast coming up on that feelings are not facts, okay? (laughs) But that is a story, it is a belief, and it doesn't have to be yours. So when you start doing money work too and you start looking at your different beliefs and stuff like that, like where they've come from. So one of my beliefs around money because of what had happened within my family was that money destroys families because my both my parents' families, when when their parents died, they both their parents had accumulated quite a large amount of wealth and as soon as it came down to the siblings to go through that, there was fights. There was fights about money and people saying, you're not getting any or I'm – and then shutting other people out and saying, no, I'm taking care of this. It was just it, – and it destroyed relationships. It really destroyed relationships. And I've watched on both sides of my parents' families, I've watched siblings uh, fight constantly through, as I've grown up over – so my mom and dad's – so my dad pretty much fought with all of his siblings, but two of my mom's sisters just fought with each other all the time when I was growing up. I'm pretty sure they still fight with each other now. And I just like – so I just had these really negative stories around money because of the environment that I grew up in. And when I sat back and I looked at this kind of stuff, I was just like, oh, they're not my beliefs. That's not my story. If I was going to rewrite this – what would it be? And so I I wrote all the negatives, beliefs down. Oh, my gosh. And once they started coming out, because I did this with my coach, once they started coming out, I was like voxing. If anyone's got Voxer, it's like a walkie-talkie app. But I was like voxing her and I was like, oh, my God, this is worse than what I thought. <laughs> it was so bad. And, yeah, and so I started writing them down and then I'd write a new belief on the other side. So dividing your page into two parts, you write your belief on one side and then your new belief on the other side. And so my new belief was – Money helps to create amazing experiences for families and provides the opportunity for them to create create wonderful memories and strengthen relationships. And I was like, oh, that feels better. That feels nice. That's what my money story is. That's what my money belief is. But I had to consciously go in and change it. And that's what it's going to be like for you. Like whatever the money stories are that have come up, whatever beliefs that are ingrained in you that have come from your family that have come from your work that have come from your school that have come from any institutions around you if you want to increase this area in your life or improve your relationship with it you're going to have to pull all the rubbish out like you can't if the okay imagine cleaning a room out and you're like I want to do I want to redecorate this room I'm going to give it a complete facelift I want to redecorate it I want new bedspreads I want to put a decor thing on the wall. I don't do interiors, so probably I've said that wrong. Sorry, guys. But make it all like fancy-smancy. And you say, oh, I'm going to do that, but I'm actually not going to clean it out. We're just going to shove some stuff under the bed. I'm just going to put a new doona over the old one because then you won't see the one underneath. And let's just shove some stuff in the cupboard. So on the surface, it's going to look great. And hopefully no one will notice anything underneath. What happens when we do that generally? What happens if we paint a wall and we haven't cleaned it first? We haven't prepared it first before we paint it. The paint starts to peel and it ends up looking rubbish. Okay, That's what's going to happen with you if you don't clear out what's in there first before you add stuff in. You need to clean it out first. So I highly recommend you grab those books and that you read them. I highly recommend that you, if this is an area of your life that you really want to start to increase improve your relationship with 
and just have like whenever something with money comes up that it ignites a feeling of happiness in you that you don't ever have that dread or that oh if you want to improve that you have to do the work okay if you don't do the work you're just going to keep getting what you keep getting so try and grab those books do some journaling do the work and at the very bare minimum implement gratitude anytime something comes into your life financially start saying thank you and you'll be amazed at what happens I hope you enjoyed. Share it with people because everyone needs to hear this because the world will be better if more good people have lots of money. I truly believe that. I know that at my core. We need more good people to have lots of money because when good people have lots of money, they do good things. Take care, you guys. Have a great rest of your week. I'll catch you on the next episode of the podcast. So guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support.